All right, everybody, welcome back to the Woodscast. I am Justin, coming to you from Chicago Land, and this is a podcast where two dudes who were told we're brothers uh, have a couple of adult beverages and just shout into the abyss about the shit you guys call reality. We know it's a simulation, but um, as always, everything is made up and the points don't matter. Uh, per the usual, with me is the birthday boy Shay. What's going on? 35 years young i i feel more well, it's technically not till midnight but you know it's just uh, i feel totally different than i did when i was 34 and more mature you know my drug use has cut back i'm not drinking as much things are coming up shay yeah things are coming up shay yeah so again i have to notice are you, i saw you have a picture there i got a picture you have your keg again uh i am technically allowed to lift the keg again so i have a keg ah uh, yes yes okay great done with, done with drinking the cans like i was a goddamn pilgrim but, uh, yeah, so we're recording this on, what is today, Monday, August 17th. So Shay's birthday is on Tuesday, so depending on when I get this out, probably tomorrow. Um, oh, that's true. If we look at it that way, it's my birthday. Yeah. Uh, Shay will either be uh, will be 35, or if I don't get it out until, um, uh, he'll either, either be 35 or really hungover or both, depending on when I get this out. So, you know, by the time you guys are listening to this, Shay yeah. is 35. Um, he's... Uh, Wearing a tank top because the sun's out, guns out. Guns out, guns out, buddy. That's yeah. true. It was. It has been hot as balls here. Um, and you know, I mean, Colorado's nice because it's desert. So, well, I mean, this whole part of the country is. But, um, so you know, it is you know, hundred and some degrees. But then you can stand in the shade and it actually feels you know, twenty degrees cooler. It's great. But uh, the I don't know if you've seen the news, the wildfires that are just pushing in nice. some of the mountain town shit up here. Like I think um, good, good, I have. Good, good. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's the the fire it's like pretty bad. It's zero percent because it's like you know it's some huge amount of acreage is on fire near one of the bigger tourist towns in Colorado in the mountains. But like the result is we get I'm getting some solid post apocalyptic sunsets where the sun is like a blood red from mm. the the add the smoke in the air like it's just and, on uh, fire cause I'm, yeah yeah because i know absolutely not i'm like 120 130 miles from the fire but so by the time the smoke gets down here it's very dissipated and you can see, you know it's more of a haze changes the color of everything and then there's ash falling like snow which is just surreal i was yeah, like that's uh I was like, oh, God, dude, this is shit, this is, I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking about, you know, what is it, you know, the sun turns black as sackcloth, I was like, oh, fuck, fuck, you know, we, we haven't been living, living that Christian life, we're, we're no, 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 if it, you know, if the Christians in my neighborhood get raptured, I know I'm fucked, oh, oh, <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, little, little, uh, little, uh, I guess business here, we're gonna, do, we were gonna do a podcast last week, but we had a huge storm tear through Chicagoland here, and knocked out our power. My power was out for like three or four days. I didn't get internet back until like the weekend. And uh, so now there's just trees down everywhere. And when I go on a walk in the morning to like try to just get the fuck out of the house, I can see all the tree limbs that haven't come down yet that sure shit are gonna. You know, they're just kind of <laughs> hanging there. Just a bunch of fucking widow makers. I was like, God damn it, man. We're, we're not going to have power next week. You know, fucking sucks. But yeah, I, I called Shay and I was like, yeah, probably not going to be a good idea to do a podcast tonight. Uh, power's out. And I was like completely expecting it to come back on. Didn't think yeah. it'd take 72 hours. Yeah, that yeah. Sucked. Then I asked him later, is your power back? I was like, no, nah, not till Friday. And I was like, oh. Yeah, the, the estimate was like, the estimate that the power would come back, would, it said it would come back at like 3 p.m. on Friday. And it was like Monday night. I was like, what the fuck? And then it, did, it ended up coming back on Wednesday, I think. We didn't get internet or cable back until Thursday night, like reliably. It'd come on and off. And, um, 
but like I would go to, I, you know, I'm trying to get some work done. So I'd go to the library, but since it's COVID, like the only so many people can be in the library when two thirds of the town's without power, like it's fucking packed. So like basically all I needed was an outlet to plug my laptop in to do some stuff and there just wasn't happening. So yeah, it was, it was fun times, fun times. I actually one day really do hope that I will have the disposable income to own like a decent little generator. Yeah, I, I thought that, about yeah. it. I mean, that's one of those things you never, you're like, oh, I'll never fucking use it. And then your power's out for three days. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. And I can get gasoline for days. Well, and the thing, yeah, exactly. Um, I can do that easy. The, I can charge uh, my phone and keep my beer cold. Exactly. Well, and also, uh, I went on a walk the other day just to get out of the house. And I was just taking, you know, I always take a different route around the house just to see, you know, new parts of the neighborhood and whatnot. And I ran across a part of the, part of a fucking Joliet that didn't have power still. Like three or four houses on the block were running generators. Like, damn. And that was yeah. yesterday. That's not good. I'm always, whenever I, uh, I like uh, the handful of times I've like casually looked into trying to find a generator, I'm always amazed by how long you like with like a canister of propane or like a couple of gallons oh, yeah. of gas can like keep your food cold and let you charge your shit. It's like, oh, that's fucking sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Dad had one and, and he lives in Florida. He probably still has it, but he has one in Florida because they're, you know, they're always getting their shit knocked out. But, um, now, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I want to buy a generator right now. I was just super pissed because, like, the our neighbor's power came on, like, the same day at 9 p.m. I'm just kind of staring at him jealously. Like, listen, dude, I'm going to need to plug my extension cord in here because I want to do some gaming. I need to run a TV, the router. Yeah. My, uh, but, Xbox. I mean, usually if your power's out, the Internet's out. But oh, I can yeah, still, it was fucked. Yeah, you can still play single-player games. Yeah. All right, uh, so what? Let's, let's let's run through some bullshit that we haven't got gotten a chance to talk to. Uh, so the weekly numbers, like I said, I'm on my like third or fourth beer. Keg's back, no more cans. It is the uh, chefs. I saw you having a couple swigs of something. I don't know what the hell you're doing over there. That is, uh, it's like I went to the lake with the dog before I ran some errands for work, and so I had a few beers there. So it's it's a uh, just uh, Breckenridge Avalanche Amber Ale. It's just a pretty generic ass amber Sounds beer. Sounds good. But it's that's you know it's 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 technically craft beer. It's six percent and it's cheap. So there you go. <laughs> um, so we are in the one thousand three hundred and fifth day of the Trump administration. Uh, we are seven hundred ninety seven days since Donald Trump solved the nuclear uh, North Korea situation. I saw some report that they're having massive food shortages and they're eating dogs again. So that's not cool. Um, it I don't is... know how much I ever believe shit like that. I hear coming out of no, no, out of no, anything no. from North no, no, Korea, no, no, no. like. Not when he can pick up golf one day and get eight, uh, 17 yeah. hole ones the next day. Yeah, um, that's... So we are 243 days from Donald Trump being impeached to uh, 193 since he was acquitted. We uh, we got 78 days until the November election. We have been... It's 159 days since uh, COVID-19 was declared a global pandemic. And uh, it has been uh, 145 days since um, Image Comics released Transformers versus the Terminator. That'll come back to bite Shane the ass later. But, um, cause he's had 145 days to read it. Um, this is, this is a audio, uh, medium, so you can't see shade. I'm shrugging. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, all right. So, uh, polling numbers. Did you uh, see this buddy? <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, okay. It's very rude. Um, no, well, I know. um, the, uh, I was, I was thinking about the polling and stuff and I guess nobody really gives a shit about Donald Trump's approval rating now, since we have a ticket, you got Biden Harris, we got, uh, yeah. Uh, Harris is the VP pick. Everybody's heard that. That was like, you know what I don't understand about that. Well, I got two questions. First of all, uh-huh. we can circle back around to this at another time or no. So, but on on the COVID thing, 
at what point do you do, is it endemic? Because it's always going to be there now. It's not going to go away in the United States. Because even if they have a vaccine, a bunch of dummies are going to be worried about 5G microchip brain control, so they won't take it. Right. So like, there's always going to be pockets of it somewhere. I imagine it won't go anywhere. Our treatments will just get better. So, like, isn't it endemic at this point? Just like the flu or AIDS or... I don't think so because of the extent to which we have uh, new cases a day. So, like, if you're talking about, if you're talking about, because it's growing exponentially yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, one of one of the things I was going to talk about in the COVID update is that like we have over five uh, five point six million cases, over one hundred seventy three uh, thousand deaths. USA. Um, that's over fifty seven nine elevens, or as Shay likes to say, forty three kilo Benghazis. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like it's it's uh, one of the things is like we we have dropped in new cases. The number of new cases has dropped, but also so has our testing. Like we have decreased testing in the last several weeks by Crushing over ten percent. Yeah, so like if you know it's that it's that logic. Like if you have twelve uh, pregnant women, and you only test five of them. It doesn't mean you have five pregnancies. You know the other five yeah. women are gonna have a baby. Like so, this is out there. Um, it's still going. You know, balls balls to the wall. I think I saw a story today that uh, in. Uh, Oh, not NC, um, UNC, University of North Carolina. They uh, opened yeah, up. Yeah, they're going remote again, right? Yeah, yeah. They opened up for in-person classes last week, and now they're just saying bullshit, you know. Nope. Because, yeah. <laughs> they had three cluster, uh, three or four clusters. I mean, not like three. Very clear here. Three or four clusters, not cases. They had clusters of outbreaks, and, like, one of them was a fraternity house, and then there were, like, three other outbreaks in dormitories, which is, like, exactly what you fucking think was going to happen. Um I don't know if I was talking to you or some other guys on Facebook, but uh, one of the professors I work with, he uh, he teaches at Hofstra, and mm-hmm. the kids that are coming to Hofstra, like just the semester starts, are everybody who comes there is supposed to quarantine for 14 days. Well, they're just you know taking the kids' word for it that they quarantine, but then if they know, I think I think if I'm not if I'm if I'm remembering this correctly, if they know they've been exposed to COVID-19, then they put all of those kids in a separate dorm to be quarantine for 14 days and like he's explaining this to me and all i heard was house party like you've got a two yeah 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 that's what i would have been if i I was like what 18 or 19 yeah like okay like hey uh you're of the age to consume alcohol and you're not allowed to leave these premises with uh, you know 1100 other people that challenge accepted Right, and like I, I, like as soon as he stopped talking, I was like, you know what that sounds like to me. And he he already nailed it. He's like, oh, it's a house party. They're just gonna be sucking and fucking their way across fourteen days of quarantine. And I was like, yeah. So uh, I don't know when it will become a pan or an endemic, but the uh, the I last. I guess that my question is more is like I want to know if there's like an like is there X number of cases where you just say like okay, this is a thing like. Well, there's got to be like a definition of what that is. I would have like, to say I would have to say that uh, like well, it became a pandemic when it touched a certain number. Like there was an outbreaks in every country in the globe or something yeah. like that. There's a very formal definition. I bet it needs to be around for a specific amount of time. Well, I think it's going to be uh, downgraded from a pandemic when there aren't outbreaks of new cases all over the world for a certain amount of time. You know, like mm-hmm. we really put the muzzle on this. Like I don't think we're ever going to get to zero COVID deaths. Maybe because... it'll be endemic to the Americas. Oh, You're yeah. welcome, world. Yeah, we're we're really kicking ass here uh, at not giving a shit. But um, I mean, well, I, I, I saw a polling just the other day that said 35 percent of Americans would not get the uh, COVID nineteen uh, vaccine if it was offered, you know, tomorrow, and another, you know, um, oh shit, it was like 55 percent 
um, said they would, and then the, the little bit of, you know, that part in the middle was like they weren't sure. I was like, that that part in the middle that's not sure, and the people that say they're not going to get it, you fuckers are going to be why there's 250,000 COVID deaths at some point. Like, that's going to, it's all you. I mean, hook, yeah. it to, hook it to my veins. I don't give a shit. I, uh, <laughs> let's go. I've been seeing a lot of really great memes about the Russian vaccine just turning you into a bear. <laughs> it's like, that is amazing. And it's all these, like, really shitty morphs of people being turned into bears. It's fucking incredible. But, uh, wasn't there that, uh, like, Russian version of the Avengers or some bullshit where one of the guys is, like, a bear man? Oh, God. It's like Guardians or something? Yeah. I want to watch that shit still. I had, I had a really bad cam file of it that was, like, halfway through the movie. It was corrupt, but it was off, oh, man. I need to watch that shit. Yeah. That, that's, it looks crazy um all right so anyway so now that we have two um campaigns we should probably just compare them so right now in the uh real clear politics average of the two campaigns so biden biden leaves trump by 7.7 points nationally um he leads him in they do the swing states too excuse me he leaves uh biden leaves trump by 4.3 in all of the um, battleground states, quote unquote, uh, so he's uh, 6.5 in Wisconsin, Florida. He's up by five. Uh, North Carolina, he's losing. Uh, Trump's up by 0.6. Pennsylvania, Biden 6.6.5. Michigan, Biden 6.7. Then Arizona, Biden leads by two. So like that's how the two campaigns are uh, are comparing now since we have a full ticket. The other thing that was released, Shay, was the 5.38. Um, election forecast that was released this week and currently looking at it Biden has a 72 and a 100 chance of winning the election now if those numbers sound very familiar <laughs> it's almost exactly what it was the day uh, Hillary Clinton lost the election so all the people that don't understand math are going to point to that. I've already had like three people do it, like, oh yeah, that's what they did last time. Well, what I understand too uh, is they're like, like, oh yeah, all the polling last time said uh, said Trump couldn't win. I was like, no, it said he had a thirty percent chance, which is yeah, far exactly. less than zero. Yeah. Far yeah. less than zero. Like, I can understand if you're saying like, oh, he's got a three percent chance, and you you could say, oh, there's no. But I was like, no, he hasn't actually. If they're like, you know, I, and I, I still, I know I've even said this before. Like, I know it was like the if then and and this this and this happens you yeah, can watch yeah. the results come in and the numbers change in real time as, as hillary started performing poor in, in places like michigan and shit it was just you know that'll be the same thing well you know and also like the um the 538 podcast which is actually pretty good i always said that all the time <laughs> god they're smarmy motherfuckers oh, they're <laughs> oh god such, they're insufferable such nerds and um and the when when this was released I looked at it and saw and like I glanced at it and I have the um one for uh 2016 saved here on my computer somewhere I think I can bring it up real quick um, I mean the numbers are almost exactly the same but um they uh shit what is it but yeah they, they, I saw I saw them release that forecast and I thought oh great. And so that, and then I went and I looked at their podcast, and they said that they had one on Model Talk where they sit down and they discuss the model, what it takes into account, what it doesn't take into account, and that was actually a really good little breakdown because, like, they talk about a lot about the different models that people use and what they, what information they take in and what they don't. And so this model apparently takes in races from from like the 1900s all the way up, and they point to the fact that you know it's predictive, it's not a certainty, because yeah, while in August. 
any polling is predictive of how you're going to perform on, on election day, you want to be above, you want to, you want to be ahead and you don't want to be behind, but there can still be huge fluctuations in polling that could change this. And like a lot of the, like some models just take into the economy and what the fuck do you do with a, a model that only takes in the economy when last quarter we were negative 30% GDP and this quarter we might be what positive 11 or something, you know, yeah. the next quarter, like what the fuck does your model do with that? Um, there was another guy. Um, I mean, these pop up in the news all the time. You know, the it's the it's the article that says, uh, you know, as hat that predicted the last eleventeen elections says Biden will win by you know whatever you you see those articles. Yeah, all the time, oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one there's this one guy who all his model did was take in how well the candidates do in a primary. Well, the GOP canceled their primary this year, and you know, excuse me. And all of my MAGA hat friends were like, well, they didn't have to have one because he was going to win it anyway. I'm like, well, that's not the point. The point is this guy's a model, relies on how the, the candidate performs in the primaries, and you guys canceled all but two of them. And he's like, well, yeah. the, there wasn't really – he wasn't running against anybody. He's like, fuck that. He had four, like, four, uh, four people running for the nomination. Were they shitty? Of course they were. You know, were they going to win it? Probably not, but he still canceled them. Yeah, you know? I mean, they still were there. Yeah, and then, of course, the, the MAGA hats were like, well, maybe, maybe you should look back at what the DNC did in 2016. Like, they didn't cancel any fucking primaries. You want to talk about the DNC favoring Hillary Clinton over Bernie Sanders? Yeah, uh, this is my shocked face, but uh, it, they didn't cancel primaries, dickbags. So yeah. every model has their way. And the thing that uh, Nate Silver said in his podcast that I thought was really good, he said, if you made a model that predicted Donald Trump would win in 2016, you had a shitty model because it wasn't taking into all the information you had, you know, at the time. And if you write a model that agrees with a previous result, like if you have a model now that agrees with Donald Trump winning 2016 election, like you're writing your model to the result, not the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fun, it was a good little podcast. And, and like, I mean, they took enough shit for 2016 and they know what, where, where they got to defend their shit and where they got to be like, listen, dickbags, you don't understand statistics then, you know? Yeah, I, I just I love and uh, especially Nate Silver when you listen to his uh, him talk about it, he's just so uh, he it just indignant almost. I fucking love it. Yeah, and I mean, he's just I, like you motherfuckers, you don't know what you're talking about. Exactly, and and we've talked about this, like you just said, having a thirty percent chance to win the election is not zero. You know, and, and honestly, it's not even close to zero. No, like that's a that is a significant chance. And with the way that, you know, the quote-unquote blue wall, the way that the, the blue wall works for Democrats, you would have, Donald Trump would have had to have thread, would have, would have to have threaded a needle through like three or four states, which is exactly what he did. Like, it's not yeah. fucking rocket science. And if you go back, uh, I think the number that, like, they said uh, Hillary Clinton would win the popular vote by three, and she ended up winning it by two, and like 2.6 or something like that, it just wasn't in the states they thought it was going to be, you know? Yeah. And Donald Trump pulled it off. So, anyway... The, uh, the the kids who slept through all their high school math classes are going to tell you on Facebook that Nate Silver doesn't know what he's talking about. And we've got, uh, what do we got? we got uh, 78 more days of that nonsense. Yeah, it's kind of hard to believe we're, we're almost at the election, though. I mean, like, in the grand scheme of things, it's, uh, it, it's, it's pretty interesting how fast the horrible time flies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all, all the days. You know, know what will be really interesting to see is to see what the left – um the more like the um i mean hell even this 
podcast to an extent. But like a lot, a lot of the shows and media that have cropped up around being against Donald Trump, like the real popular podcasts like Love It or Leave It, uh, Pot Save America, and all that shit was started directly in response to his election. Like, I can't wait. If Biden wins, I want to see what those podcasts do. I want to see if they're as hard on Biden as they were on Trump, and I right. doubt they will be. <laughs> no, of course not. Of course not. Yeah. I mean, the Pod Save America guys, they talk often about how much they personally like Joe Biden, and they have worked yeah. with him in the past. You know, have worked, you know, um, it, for those of you who have listened, listened to this podcast, don't listen to podca- uh, Pod Save America. Shay and I both recommend it. It's fun. It's uh, about uh, a 1,000% confirmation bias for, for Shay and I. Oh, because, God. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah but they it, tell it, us exactly what, I want, what we want to hear. And uh, <laughs> But uh, uh, John Lovett and John um, – oh, shit. What's the other John? I'm John I don't fucking know. Well, two of the Johns worked as speechwriters for Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, respectively, until Barack Obama was in the White House, and they both worked for Barack Obama. Um, and then, uh, saying, uh, then there's there's two other guys on there um, that were in the intelligence and um, like public policy, you know. So they all worked in the White House. They know Joe Biden personally, so you know they'll tell you on the podcast how much they adore Joe Biden personally. So it's not fucking objective at all. But I did notice a big change in the Chapo Trap House kind of content because leading up to the primaries, they were a thousand and a thousand percent for Bernie, and they wanted yeah. Bernie to to basically do the economic and you know, labor revolution they wanted. Well, when he lost, and they had a couple of podcasts where they basically just said, "Hey guys, he lost. This is why he lost." You know, so you know, it wasn't a conspiracy about anything. They just you know flat out. And I was kind of curious on how their content would change because, um, you know, without Bernie to to cheerlead for, they were just going to not be like shitty, you know, about how much Biden sucks too and all this. But what I what I found was is that they went right back to what they usually do. Like, yeah, they support Democrats and liberals, but all the Democrats and liberals that are holding office aren't doing it the exact way they want. So that's what they bitch about. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, that's their content. So uh, I don't think they'll change. I don't think Pod Save America will change. I yeah. guess they'll just. I mean, I mean, it's not like Donald Trump's going to stop tweeting, so they'll have something. To no, about. no, and they'll still be Republicans doing dumb shit for them oh, to yeah. bitch about. Well, there's, there's I mean, it, especially if that you know. Now, what'll be real fun to see is if you know if the the air quotes dream scenario through some miracle we keep the House, get the Senate, and the White House, and just control the whole thing, and there aren't any Republicans in the way anymore to stop us from doing you know stop them from doing stuff like. Then it's harder to find shit to bitch about, but yeah, I'm sure yeah. they will. I'm sure yeah. they will. Yeah. Well, and I oh, know they they'll, they'll they've done that before. Remember, you know, uh, Mitch McConnell goes out and says, you know, our job is to make sure uh, Barack Obama is a one-term president. You know, yeah. and then later bitches about the political, um, you know, the Democrats politicizing everything. You know, the filibuster is going to be a thing that we're going to have to decide what we're going to do about. I mean, the Republican Party has spent a long time making sure that the party that's not in power has levers to stop the party in power cold. But then when they're in power, they call that being political, you know, mm-hmm. they're just, they're just, they're just immoral assets. You know, the same reason they run up the deficit whenever they're in power, like they're doing right now. If you look at federal spending, it's through the roof. But, uh, Paul Ryan, when Barack Obama was, what is it? That is that the, um, fuck, is there a term for, is that feed the beast where you, you, when you're in power, you run up the deficit real high so that when you're not in power, you can point to the deficit and mm-hmm. say, look, you guys need to spend less. Elect us, we'll spend less. Yeah. I don't know if the, I don't know if he has a, has a yeah. name for it, but that's exactly what they do. I mean, that nobody gives a shit about the budgets or the deficits until the Democrats in office, so whatever. 
And there's also talk that Donald Trump is actively trying to sabotage the economy and the nation so that when he loses, he can go, see, look how shitty it is now that I'm not president. I just, I mean, I, the only people that are going to really buy into that are the, are the people who would still vote for him if he came in their house and shot their dog. Yeah, that's true. I, would, I mean, at least at first. Now, you know, if you got, you know, that's the, cause what is it they say? Like the, the economy the president inherits is usually, it's not that president's economy until like about two years in because that's yeah. just how the trickle yeah. down works. Like, because yeah. those levers are super slow. Like, you can sign all the laws you want to do stuff, but it still takes a while for shit to actually change right. anything. Right. There are not two buttons on the, on the president's desk that says one says make the economy good and the other one says peace in the Middle East. But whatever no they yeah it's it's well that was the thing that like fucking made my left eye twitch is that um sean hannity spent eight years talking about how barack obama had not done anything for the economy and had the shittiest recovery ever and he kept pointing to the fact then people were like well the stock market's at an all-time high he's like, well that doesn't matter that doesn't help people's you know pocketbooks you know that doesn't pe- help people's pocketbooks we need the gdp over three and a half uh three percent and he's right barack obama never had a year of uh over 3% uh, GDP growth. But like the fucking six months into Donald Trump's term, uh, he gets, uh, it's like 3.2%. And, and fucking Sean Hayes like, see, there you go. Told you it just took Donald Trump to do it. And I was like, whoa, motherfucker. How do you get annual GDP growth in six months? Like, yeah, what's going on here? And so you know, he's just lying. He's full of shit. Because there were times when Barack Obama had it like 7.5%. You know, it's but they average out to be, you know, whatever it is. So. Uh, it's he's just full of shit. Um, we kind of did our COVID update. I, I ran through the numbers. Um, we've got a new cure. Have you heard this cure? No. Um, so apparently uh, MSNBC is reporting that Donald Trump is now privately um, offering a new cure for the he's pressuring the um, he's pressuring the FDA. Here, I'll just read this. Ah, goddamn. Ad buster. Here we go. To the alarm of some government, this is this I'm quoting from an MSN, MSNBC article. To the alarm of some government of, uh, health officials, President uh, Donald Trump has expressed enthusiasm for the Food and Drug Administration to per, to permit an extract extract from the oleander plant to be marketed as a dietary supplement or alternatively approved as a drug cure for COVID-19. Despite the lack of of any proof that it works, the experimental experimental botanical extract oleandrin was promoted to uh, Donald Trump during an Oval Office meeting in July. And this was apparently promoted to him by Ben Carson and the MyPillow guy, Mike Lindell. Ah, the MyPillow guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. That guy sucks. So that's the report. I haven't seen anything in the news or anything about it yet, so hopefully he'll be like, hey, listen, I got this new thing. Uh, it comes from the Oleander plant bunch of bullshit i don't know i would love that i would love yeah. to see him get out there and be like this is the thing you need to do yeah he's a the, the 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 article goes on to discuss how much donald trump is a fan of magical thinking like rather than putting in the work of of you know supplying the ppe having a two to three week lockdown at the beginning of this uh national mask mandate all of the things that could have crushed this this spread uh earlier um, he would just rather for the love of me. I'll never understand why uh, it's just so stupid. Like, dude, we uh, can you imagine how much better that we would have handled it if he just started making ma- uh, MAGA face masks and selling them? Well, that's the other thing that that literally came across the transom, uh, across the wires. They say minutes before we sat down to record this podcast, like I said, Monday night. Uh, the Trump campaign is now selling MAGA MAGA masks. There it is. There I mean, it is. Too I mean, too late, but yeah, you're only 145 days too late. Yeah, fuck sticks. 
Um, well, the other I, I want to know what are the what are the diehard no mask Trumpers going to say now? Like, are they just going to be like, cool? Exactly. Like, uh, like I wrote up this little blurb about you know where we are. These COVID. guys like walking around with assault rifles, talking about how they can't you know the federal government can't tell them what to do. Right, or or the or the complete fucking smooth-brained asshats that are uh, uh, making up fake little cards to hand to the you know the lady at the wall bombs. It's like wall bombs. It's like, hey, I can't wear a mask because I have freedoms, you know. Yeah. Like, Fuck you, you know. And they've even caught. Um, oh God, what is this? Uh, RTB. A. Uh, this woman has like a name tag on. It says RTBA, and she has a clipboard. And she approaches people in like shopping markets. Like when somebody comes and says, "Hey, you, you need to wear a mask being here," she hands them a flyer. And she looks very, you know, she doesn't look very professional because she's an idiot. But the RTBA is the Right to Breathe Association. <laughs> and, like, like they, like they try to act like there's some like big conspiracy to save their stupid ass lives. Man, and, I'm like, telling you, if you can't breathe because you got a mask on, your fat ass needs to lose some fucking weight. That's well, the problem. <laughs> Jesus there's there's Christ. been all kinds of. Well, first, first of all, the 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 Infowars asshats, they will do the uh, you know CO2 level measurement inside the mask, which is not how that's supposed to work at all. They put the machine, you know, in, inside their mask, and it says, "Oh, there's way too much car- carbon dioxide. You're breathing in your own funk." And then that, okay, that's not how that machine's designed to do it all. And then on the other end, you got like these. Uh, that these, wouldn't uh, be that necessarily. You're there's too much in there. It's that you're literally breathing on the sensor. Exactly. Exactly. That's. I mean, that's like yeah. If that you doesn't... stuck it up your ass, it'd probably say there was too much methane in the room. Yeah. You know? Okay. Cool. Because yeah. you're literally blowing the shit. Yeah. Okay. That's fucking dumb. Oh yeah. No, that's. What I, I, I haven't seen that, but I don't that, follow yeah. as closely as you do. That's My the heart right. Can't take it. Well, then there's the other side of the coin where you've got like a doctor who like put on three masks and ran 22 miles. And he's like, "See, guys, it's okay. It's fine. I'm you're fine. all. You're just. You're just fat." Yeah. Hey, like, I mean, I, I sympathize with being fat, but it's not because I'm wearing a mask that. You know, walking around the grocery store to pick up alcohol and candies makes me winded. <laughs> it's probably all the alcohol and candies. <laughs> yeah, probably all the alcohol and candies and mm, cheese products. Candy. But uh, air yeah. quotes cheese products. Yeah, I saw I saw that shit on when I was sitting down to to fucking zoom you. I was like, God damn it! Like you guys should have just been doing it. because, like you said, there's all these anti mask ass hats and like I've even seen like where they get together and burn a bunch of masks. Remember fucking three or four months ago when we were just when people would shoot each other over a box of masks because everybody uh-huh. was, was afraid yep. of them. Now you got people burning them in their goddamn fire pits in the suburbs. Like, yeah, Jesus, just fucking donate them into a hospital. Or yeah, something. in that case, you dildo. If you don't want them, give them away. Kind of like whenever your favorite sports star uh, says something you don't like and you decide to burn his jersey because he uh, he says he doesn't like he he's actually doesn't hate uh, the N word. I, uh, <laughs> I I I never get tired of watching you adjust your your windscreen there on your mic. It's I just a, fucking knocked it all out. Of, yeah, I was I was, I was so gesturing good. wildly. <laughs> Calm down, yeah. Justin. All right, uh, moving on. We got to talk about some election news. Um, first of all, let's talk about the person who is not actually running. Uh, our buddy Kanye West. Yeah. Um, so I looked this up, and as it stands now, Kanye West is only on the ballot in five states. We talked about this before. Like he's missed a shit ton of filing deadlines and like there's some like a, over 150 electoral votes that he's just uh, just done he can't get them because he's not on the ballot he says that he is going to run a run a write-in campaign um he is not running for president he is walking to victories he says because he's an idiot um but he is on the ballot in Ar- arkansas 
God, I cannot look at that word and say it right. Arkansas, Colorado, Oklahoma, Utah, and Vermont. Um, he has tried, and he is still like up in the air with Iowa, Missouri, Montana, Ohio, West Virginia, and Wisconsin. Good luck uh, winning West Virginia there, buddy. Yeah. And, uh, wow. Yeah. And he has submitted but been either withdrawn or dismissed uh, in two states, Illinois and New Jersey. And in Illinois, it was interesting. He submitted oh, – I'm going to go back to my outline here. I don't want to get these numbers wrong. He submitted 2,500 signatures needed to get on the ballot, but only 1,300, uh, 1300 of them, a little bit uh, – about 52% of them were actually legitimate signatures. Like Fantastic. Like, it's like Mickey Mouse and shit like that, right? Rick and Morty, you know, whatever whatever dipshits wanted to write on there. And there's a – even on Wikipedia, there's a um, – like a collection of all of a bunch of signatures that are all basically the same. It'd be like if I signed your name, my name, mom's name, like in f- fifteen other names, just with my signature. You know. Yeah. Um, so that's what that's what they're seeing. But here's the real fun thing. Um, so Don, uh, Kanye West is trying to get on the ballot in all of these these states because he wants to run for president, or he thinks he's going to run for president. Um, he's an anti-vaxer. He said that he's going to run the White House like they ran Wakanda, which is for those of you who might not know, that is a fictional. Uh, fictional African nation in the Marvel's uh, Marvel universe. Um, but he, uh, says that he is going to win and I don't know, birthday party. It's, it's very, very dumb, but to get on these, uh, ballots, get on the ballots in these swing, swing states, you know, you got to send a lawyer and you got to go, somebody's got to go do the, you know, the, the signature and everything. And when he tried to get on in Wisconsin, somebody noticed something. The, the lawyer who showed up with like two minutes left, like she came sprinting up to the door, of the uh, county clerk's office was a lawyer named Lane Ruland. Now, why did why do you care about that, Shay? Uh, I assume you're going to tell me. Yep, because Sweet. that lady actually works for the Trump campaign, Incorporated. She works for the Trump Solid. campaign. So, in several instances, it has been proven that lo- the lawyers trying to get Kanye West on the ballot in swing states are actual lawyers that work for the Trump campaign. Now, that's fun. Uh, but that's also a conflict of interest because in Wisconsin, you know, because you'd be working for two different candidates for the same position, right? So yeah. apparently the Wisconsin bar is going to look into that lady. And, that's uh, fun. Because that's a conflict of interest. But um, the other night, our uh, buddy, Tucky Tumtums, yeah. the uh, Fox News, he had Kanye on. and or he didn't, I'm sorry, he, Kanye didn't go on there. I want to be very clear. Kanye didn't go on the Tucker Carlson show. But Tucker did about 15 minutes about how pro-life he is and how he's the only celebrity that's talking about how our kids deserve to live. Did 15 minutes the same day that news came out. Not a fucking mention of the connection to the Trump campaign. Of course not. Right. So any of you asshats that are listening out there and want to, want to, want to, you know, talk about how biased MSNBC is. Great. Cool. Awesome. You know, what a hot take. Uh, Man, I'm sorry. Yeah. Bitching about the, the mainstream media is the lowest bar of awareness like to look at any any of the three like cnn msnbc and fox and go oh fox is biased yeah no shit msnbc's biased yeah no shit like that's what it's there for it's to sell ad space like i hate it when anytime someone's like well the media i don't want to hear it like that's no one's putting a gun to your head and telling you you have to listen to everything fucking uh carl uh uh, Anderson Tucky Tum Tums, like Tucky Tum or Tucky Tum Tums. Now yeah. it is. I think it's a little scarier how uh, Fox News operates as like a direct propaganda arm, because I, I I highly doubt Barack Obama or Bill Clinton or George Bush talked to any of the news networks nearly as much as Trump does now. No, uh, Trump calls in regularly. He yeah. loves Fox and Friends. Um, 
it's nothing for like so it's, that's it's, a little different that's it's but that's yeah. not yeah that's scary it's not, more than it's not unheard of for donald trump to call onto like two or three shows in a day that's amazing now he told me he was going to be so busy he wouldn't have time to watch tv or golf well, i distinctly he, remember that from his campaign yes he did say that but then he went golfing while his brother died so oh, shit yeah exactly there you go. what a dick what a dick um yeah so like my new favorite thing now and uh you've you've seen him on my uh my uh, face spaces in my books but uh one of my buddies will share an article from fox news talking about how biased msnbc is and they almost constantly focus on maddow and i was and i, and I point out i'm like listen dude you can think whatever the fuck you want about rachel maddow but like this is fox news they're in d- direct competition for your eyeballs from 6 p.m yeah. to 10 p.m weekend weeknights you know like and and um and oh, what was it? It was the uh, some article. Oh, the um, uh, shit. Uh, he was talking about New York Times, and apparently New York Times ran this full page uh, ad talking about how you know historic it was when um, Kamala Harris was picked as the vice president, mainly because she's the first woman of color to be a vice presidential candidate. She's first, uh, um, the. The racist, uh, the racist fucking Tucky Tum Tums people. They're like trying to say she's not black because her dad was Jamaican and her mom was Indian. So they're they're saying that she's West Asian and black, and they're like, no, 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 she's Jamaican. You know, it's it's fucking. They're also saying that she can't be the president because she's not a citizen. That we've already we've already gotten to that point. Oh, nice, yeah, yeah. But uh, so his point was like, well, uh, I don't think the New York Times ran out such a big ad when Mike Pence was picked. It's like, yeah, because like we've already had forty five other white dudes as vice president. Like she, yeah, she sure. was a first. Which is fun, uh, fun thing that that reminds me of what I love noticing is that you will find that Mike Pence's name is nowhere on any of Trump's twenty twenty campaign shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's like not there anymore. It's amazing. Well, his his use his he's basically been used up, and whether or not. There's there's a lot of this discussion about whether or not Mike Pence is um, how loyal he is to the president. Like when when the talk comes up about Trump dumping him for somebody else for the election, like that has to happen today because the you know the RNC convention's next week. Like they don't have time to pick a new person, um, so it's not gonna happen. But like when that discussion was happening, like he should dump Pence and get somebody new to shake shit up. Everybody's like, well, oh, but Pence is very loyal to him. It's like, yeah, that's right, but he doesn't bring anything to the table this this cycle. Uh, last yeah. cycle, he was Trump's uh, tra- uh, Trump's conduit to the evangelical right, and that that connection's been made. Like they're already in the in the tank for Donald Trump, and even if they voted for him in 2016, think he's a jackass now, won't vote for him. Like that's not a percentage that's going to turn the election. So <coughs> no, Mike Pence is a dud. He has been a dud. He's it's like a sent- sentient potato. He just sits there. I really hope he debates Kamala Harris. That would be amazing. Well, his wife has got to be in the room if he does. <laughs> I fucking forgot about that. A creepy fucking weirdo. Fucking weirdo. And you like you bring that up, and the way I see it is, you've got a vice president who who literally is afraid of and or hates, like has a has a you know an underlying loathing for you know half of the uh, you know fifty two percent of the American population are women. And they're like, well, in this cancel culture, and to just take one word, like, you think the fucking vice president is anywhere, ever anywhere where the Secret Service doesn't know who's in the room with him? Like, come on. Yeah. Like, give me a break. Like, if the president's banging, the president or vice president's banging somebody, the Secret Service knows about it. They're just not saying anything about it. You know, JFK. You know, case in point. Um, I'm not really sure what it would be in the Secret Service for them to say something anyway. Like, their job is not to 
blow up truths, it's to protect the president. And realistically, preventing something bad from getting out is protecting the president. Yeah. So I mean, what are the, I mean what's the what's the shocking information you would you would get out of a Pence affair? Um, straight missionary. Yeah. <laughs> no man no man i want to find out he is into some of the gayest most hardcore bondage you have ever um, seen and it, and it just all of it leaks out he just, <laughs> he just so shrieks good. mother all night long oh, mother so good yeah oh man that would be that would be the dream that would be so fun yeah well it was with that with it was kind of fun with that that gary fall uh is it, no jerry Falwell. i'm sorry jerry Falwell jr yeah he's the younger son like he got that picture taken with his his pants undone and his gut out, and he was drinking black water. What the fuck ever? And he was with a lady who had her pants undone, and and he's gone on a um, indefinite um, hiatus from his job at Liberty. But before that, they came out that they were paying like their pool boy like an exorbitant amount of money, and everybody was like, "Oh, okay, so it's the closeted homosexuality thing." But it turned out yeah. that they were they were probably swinging with him. And it's like, oh, well, that's that's different. It's not what we expected from the, uh, you know, religious right. Usually, you guys are just closeted as motherfuckers. Yep. I mean, I, I honestly, I do honestly believe a lot of stuff. Like, there's some truth to the extent of like those guys on the right when they're super against. Well, a lot of the stuff they're super against is what they're all about oh, when yeah. it comes to the bedroom stuff. Oh yeah. Well, what was his um? Oh, Vitter was in a. Diaper play, dress up as a big baby and bang hookers. <laughs> I mean, hey man, and it, dude, we're not here to kink shame. We're just yeah, saying, we're don't it up, shame. man. Don't. Yeah, like, he, uh, you know, he always got. And then, of course, the, the biggest hypocrisy is uh, Newt Gingrich le- um, leading the charge of uh, the Bill Clinton, uh, Bill Clinton impeachment because he got in a blowjob and lied about it while he was currently cheating on his second wife, who was, I believe, dying of cancer at the time. Yes, that is the classic example that I always yeah. like to point to. I'm like this shit is not new, guys. Yeah, he's uh, he's dumb. Um, all right, next up in the hopper, uh, we talked about mail-in voting last time and how dumb Trump is about it. How it is there's no evidence of fraud. Um, uh, Trump himself claims that mail-in voting is fraudulent, but absentee voting is not. Uh, there's no basic difference at all between the two forms of voting. Um, uh, Donald Trump and his family vote by mail. Um, Donald Trump has already requested a mail-in ballot for the November election. That's amazing. Um, yeah. But in the course of the last couple of weeks, the Trump administration is basically trying to kneecap um, and really rat fuck the United States Postal Service. Have you been paying attention to this? Uh, I've seen, you know, the stuff. I, I, I haven't. I don't know how much of it is actual something's happening and how much of it is is uh, a lot of hyperbole and, you know, clickbait bullshit. Um, and I've heard about sorting machines getting removed. Um, I've heard, uh, you know, funding cuts, things like that, um, you know, deliberate slowness, but I don't know the deets. Well, so just before, like earlier today, I was, uh, when I was making up this, this, uh, outline and trying to figure out what we would talk about, um, I saw an article from, uh, McCarthy, uh, who is the minority leader in the house saying that the Democrats are making up this uh, United States postal crisis. Um, the, the, uh, Democrats are not. Um, the reason we have an issue with the postal service, you hear people say that the postal service loses like a $91 million or billion dollars in the last 10 years, like whatever that big number is. Yeah. Uh, they're losing that because of the Republicans in 2006 passed the postal accountability and enhancement act. Um, that act made the United States postal service fund its retirement for all of its workers 75 years into the future. 
So if you do the math, there are people who have not been born yet. Or it doesn't. Nobody born. else does. No, nobody does that. No. No, this is this is one of the many steps that they have done in the um, overall goal to privatize the shit out of the United States Postal Service. That's what they want to do. I mean, you've got people like uh, I think Ben Shapiro, who we're going to talk about later. Uh, ben Shapiro said like it's the most poorly run and wasteful um, and arcane system everywhere. Actually, it's fucking magic, you little garden gnome, because like I can throw something in the mail and buy you know and pay a bare minimum, and it can go anywhere on the planet. FedEx won't do that. UPS won't do that. They'll just tell you, fuck you, we're not going there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no. Yeah. United States Postal Service, but it's a line in the fucking Constitution, you 1.5 garden gnome dickbag. But, you know, it's not a service. It's not a business. It's just if we if it pisses away money, it pisses away money to serve Americans. But the, the Republicans did that in 2006. They fucked it. If it didn't have to do that, it would be, it would be swimming in cash. Um, also, the only way it can make money is if it can raise its rates. That's the only way it makes money, uh, you know, postal rate, postage. Um, and it has to have con- con- uh, Congress's approval. And for the last uh, several times it's tried to ask that, the Republicans were in charge of Congress, and they said no. So mm-hmm. its costs are going up. Its prices are staying the same. That's why it loses money. Um, the new Postmaster General is a guy named DeJoy. Um, he's uh, put in a bunch of um, cost-saving measures that you just talked about. You hit a couple of them, and he says that in the next year it should save $2.2 billion. The, what he's doing is he's cutting overtime. They are turning off uh, so- sorting machines early. Uh, over six, uh, 671 sorting machines have been removed from high popula- population centers, a.k.a. Democratic areas. And then he is also – he had his own Friday night, ma- uh, Friday night massacre. Um, I believe it was the 7th, Friday the 7th. Um, he was supposed to meet with Trump. I'm sorry. He was supposed to meet with Democratic uh, uh, congressmen and women. Uh, before he went to that meeting, he went to Trump. Trump lied about it. Trump to this day says, "I've never met with him while he was the Postmaster General." So he lied. Big, you know, shocker. Hey, we got him, Shay. Now he's now he's done. Um, but he went to that. Then he fired like 23, um, fired and reshuffled 23 officials in the in the uh, post office. And all of this just slows down mail service. I, I don't know if you've noticed, but like I've ordered shit from Amazon. And it says it'll be here this date, and then it just t- sends me an email that says we're gonna it's gonna be late. We're sorry. So like even the bullshit I order from Amazon is being effective. A lot people- of the crap I order from Amazon. This is a, definitely a place of privilege. There's a distro center less than 50 miles from my house. I get a lot of shit same day. Yeah, yeah. It's we- dope. I, I haven't noticed that personally, we- but I've I've I don't doubt it. We had one in Lexington. It was amazing. Like someday you'd, you'd put an order in for a USB cable in the morning. It'd be on your de- on your doorstep when you got home from work. For sure. Um, but yeah, like uh, there's reports of people's medic because a lot of veterans get their medications through the ma- the mail. Yeah, like, those are being slowed up. There's an article I read today of a guy. He's like 83. His heart medication's a week late. Like you can't be doing that shit. And um, uh, what's the other talking point, Shay? That we can't have mail-in voting. We can't have universal mail-in voting because the United States Postal Service just can't handle the volume. Um, have you heard that talking point? I haven't heard that point, but I, I know how much goes through the mail. I know that is not true. Right. Do you know how many Christmas cards were sent out last year? Mm, a lot. One point six billion. Billion. How many people? Were in the, how many people? How many people in this country vote? Uh oh, it's like in theory. In theory, if if every eligible person voted, how many would it be? It's like 150 million or something like that. Yeah, and how many? So that's with an M, and the other thing was with a a B. With the B, and that's just cards. That's not presents. That's not right. Yeah, it's just. I mean, it's they can do it. It's just fucking horse shit. So they're just so full of shit. Just say that you don't want people to vote by mail because you don't want to lose the election. I'll believe you there. 
Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, well, I mean, it's, that's the classic uh, thing that always comes up is you can point to all these different places where Republicans are like, well, if everybody votes, that's going to be bad for us. So. Oh, yeah. people, people don't believe me when I sell it, when I, when I, when I bring that up for voter ID law, there's the, the governor of Pennsylvania in 2012. I don't know who he is. I don't really care for shit, but he went out of their national convention and was like, voter ID passed. That will give uh, Governor Mitt Romney the state of Pennsylvania. He ended up losing Pennsylvania that year, but whatever. But like, they're saying the quiet part out loud again. You know, I don't, it's just so frustrating because people don't understand what the fuck they're talking about. And people think that it just because, you know, Tucky Tum Tum says it or Sean Hannity says it, you know, it's, it's, it's gospel. I mean, like we've got our, our buddy, um, you know, Bon Levins, who is, uh, thinks that, uh, if anybody is allowed to vote by mail, uh, I don't know. We'll all get Sharia lawed or something. Who knows? Yeah, it's it's so fun because again, and like you and I both live in states where it works fucking great. I yeah, yeah. and I'm even I'm even the kind of person that I'm just weird because I like to get the sticker. So I go down there and I, on my way to work in the morning, I drop it off and get an I voted sticker. Yeah, like, and I don't have to do that. I can just throw that shit in the mail and forget about it. And it and they track it too, so it's fucking sweet. Yeah, it's um, it's something, but. We'll we'll see how it works out. I mean, I'm not saying that every state who like because you like you're 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 come, talking to us from Colorado, <clears throat> they've had almost universal mail-in voting for seven years now or so. They've got it down pat. Now, is Georgia going to be able to do it as well? Well, no. if they don't want to, that's the thing. A lot of these states that are Republican controlled don't want to do it, which is going to be really funny when like the popular vote skews another five points for the Democrats. Because Republican governors didn't want Republicans to vote in their state. I mean, I don't get it. I don't know where that's going. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be funny. All right, before we talk about the fun stuff, let's talk about something that is uh, also a little bit political, but also fun. Um, our buddy Ben Shapiro has admitted to the world that he is not able this to get is... his wife sexually aroused, <laughs> aka wet. This is the best now, thing ever. I don't follow Ben Shapiro's show because he is, as I have said, a 1.5 speed garden gnome. He is a, his whole shtick is, uh, I'm sure you've heard this, Shay, the facts don't care about your feelings. Yes, exactly. But if you actually ask him what his, you know, thoughts about anything are, what his stance on something is, he will basically tell you it's because I feel that that's wrong. Like gay marriage yeah. is one of the best ones. Gay marriage, yeah. he's against gay marriage because he says he doesn't feel that two, uh, a man and, and a man or a woman and a woman can raise a child as much as a uh, man and a woman can. And he quotes the Bible. He says, I feel like God wouldn't make stupid rules like this. I'm like, well, where, where, where are you going? So like Ben Shapiro just talks fast. He's the uh, classic guy who gives you eight examples Seven of which are completely bullshit and made up, but he's just going to plow through you with that. So I don't respect him. Don't respect the show. I think he's stupid. Um, oh, uh, Chapo Trap House and Robert Evans have read his book, uh, something allegiance, like dire allegiance or mm -hmm. something, and it's basically him just writing like cuck porn about how he wishes he was taller. <laughs> he just like he keeps referring to all these people as a bear of a man. Like it's it's very transparent and extremely racist. That tracks. Um, yeah. Uh, ben Shapiro is, is kind of a closeted racist, but he's very bigoted against um, uh, Muslims. He's written a lot of really, really bad things about Muslims. Um, so fuck this guy. I don't pay attention to his show. But he cracked through when he apparently, for some reason on his show, read um, the lyrics to Cardi B's new uh, oh, song. Uh, W-A-P, wet-ass pussy. Wet-ass pussy. But, of course... 
Mr. Shapiro can't say that word because he's too, um, he's too, I don't know, square, I guess. But what we're going to do is we're going to take a little listen to Ben Shapiro reading Wet Ass Pussy on the Ben Shapiro show. This is so good. I've I've seen it. Here are some lyrics. You ready? Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass P word. Make that pull out game week. Yeah, you effing with some wet ass P word. P word is female genitalia. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass P word. Give me everything you got for this wet ass P word. Beat it up, N word. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this P word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I want to ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. This P word is wet. Come take a dive. Here in a second, it continues it over. Uh, along these lines. Yeah, uh, and it gets significantly, significantly more vulgar. Yeah, he just can't. He can't keep it. Oh up. man, that is listening to him read the lyrics to that song just with his voice and his cadence is one of the funniest <laughs> fucking things. <laughs> I forgot how good that is. Now I have no clue why this came up on his show. Um, but at the end of that clip, it goes on for like another 40 seconds or so. He says, well, this is why we had women's liberation. So not not for them to be equal, but for them to, you know, sling, sling, you know, sling around their wet ass pussies and, and, and trap yeah. them with, with, you know, whatever. Well, of course, Ben Shapiro went and then like tweeted out, like, like I said on my show, I asked my doctor or my wife, who's a doctor, like, that's the <clears throat> that's the go to Ben Shapiro move is like, well, my wife, the doctor, um, so he asked her, and she said that the only reason a woman would have such a wet-ass pussy is if she had a uh, an infection. And the internet collectively said, oh, I get it, Ben. ben. You've never gotten your wife wet. Awesome. <laughs> and awesome. the memes that rain down brilliant. on him have been brutal. Just a lot of pictures of scenes from Dune going, yeah. this is what, this is what uh, Ben Shapiro's wife's vagina looks like. I really, really love that shit. That it's been one of the funniest things I've seen in a while. And what, the one that got me giggling was this one guy tweeted out. He, he tweeted out something along the lines of like, and once again, we see that Ben Ben Shapiro's uh, real kink is having the entirety of Twitter just pinwheel dunk on him for a week. <laughs> and, and I was like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's, that's, hey, and, man, uh, he if he's this might dude seriously, he may just be really into public shaming, and he's just oh, just well. at home just loving it. Rock hard. Oh, rock but, hard, um, Shapiro. Well, the funny thing is, is that he is actually going to just wallow in this because, uh, um, like, like a lot of these asshats that are these alt right, uh, you know, talking heads. Like, uh, I wouldn't say I wouldn't put Shapiro on the same like level as a uh, an Alex Jones, but like all the bullshit starts at Alex Jones level is then boiled up to the uh, Daily Wire, Daily Caller level um, through Drudge and things. And then from there, it pops into the Fox News stratosphere. So I don't think he really cares. Like, he's going to take every bit of this exposure to get, you know, get clicks. If he can get a couple clicks in the next couple weeks, excuse me, of his podcast, uh, I think he won't care because he, um, I mean, he'll actively tell you he was a virgin until he got married. And he's he's like, yes, I, I, I wanted to save myself for marriage. Uh, and I married a doctor. Did you know that? My wife's a doctor. Yeah. Mom's a doctor. God damn it! Yeah, so I, I, it was, and of course this has been auto tuned and remixed. Fucking oh Cardi yeah, it, it's fucking been. Cardi it's... B even tweeted out him like the whole video with just him reading the lyrics. Oh, it's so good, so good. Couldn't pass that up. I hate that little 
little prick. Yeah, he, um, he's just got such a punchable, like, shrunken face. Well, uh, Sam Cedar and his crew, uh, yeah, rest in peace, uh, Michael Brooks, they just lost one of their guys. It was uh, really sudden. And um, um, they always talk about Ben Shapiro. And Ben Shapiro has a, a tendency to do the, like, late 90s MTV thing where, like, you're talking to this camera – yeah, but the other camera is like filming you from an angle. Yes, it's not straight on. You're not looking and, right at the lens; you're looking away from it. Yeah. Right, right. Like you're looking at the teleprompter; it's like a, a foot or so to the left of the camera or something like that. And Bench and and uh, Sam Cedar fucking hates it. Like it, it doesn't matter what Ben Shapiro is talking about. He's like, hold on, can we just talk about how stupid the setup is? Like, look <laughs> yeah. at the camera, you little dick. Yeah. <clears throat> but then again, then they just make fun of what he says. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you had to get away with that. If you haven't. Uh, you know, Google do some good meme mining on that. The one that got me was the Dune memes were good. <laughs> those well, that, those star- have been my favorite. I was like, yeah. Who's the starfish from SpongeBob SquarePants? I uh, Patrick. About that fucking- okay, there's one of Patrick on his hands and knees, just eating mouthfuls of sand. And they said this is what Ben Shapiro's wife Sajan is like. <laughs> and I, oh god, that one was horrible. I was like, oh, oh, this hurt. This hurts on so many levels. I'm so uncomfortable. I do, I do oh. love it. Okay. Uh, last last but not least, let's, let's, let's talk about some fun stuff. We talked about, all, uh, before we even started recording, we are talking about some movies that we wanted to come out on uh, video on demand, but probably ain't going to happen. Probably going to make us go to a fucking movie theater and um, sit and risk our lives, but I, I'll risk my life to see Wonder Woman 84. I don't care. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, <clears throat> real quick, <clears throat> I wanted to, in general, talk about a lot of the Transformers media I've been consuming that you have not seen as much of. Nope. And I will try to respect that. So, first of all, the um, IDW is, I think I said it was Image Comics, it's IDW, um, has come out with a Transformers versus Terminator comic book, and it's pretty good. So, Shay, we all know the, the, the Transformers mythos, right? Mm-hmm. Fighting on Cybertron. Yeah. They take the arc, they take the arc to... Uh, earth to try to escape the war they crash in the volcano and then the volcano erupts 35 million years later and then what happens jay uh the show like the stuff the transformer the teletron one repairs the transformers the decepticons the decepticons leave and then teletron one repairs the autobots and then yeah. we have the, the show okay yeah all right and you're very familiar with the terminator mythos right you know yes Yes. Uh, we make Skynet. Skynet goes online August 29th, uh, 2000, something. Uh, yeah. The date changes depending on the movie. How do you think – I want to ask you this question. How do you think those two connect now in this crossover? Oh, God, I don't know, man. I, my, if I had to guess, something – some government mucky muck found – has some – Cybertronian tech, and that's how he makes Skynet. Or Ooh, that's a oh, tech I think about. Yeah, or like, uh, what, what would be another one? I mean, time travel is obviously weird. Alternate like, shifting through dimensions would be the easy one. Like a Terminator goes through dimensions instead of time and ends up in the Transformers universe. That's kind of how Doctor Who in- invaded the Star Trek universe. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I feel like it's it's either really cool or really dumb. So your 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 idea of of using Cybertronian tech to uh, make the uh, to make the um, tran- uh, Terminators is interesting, 
that would be a better that would be a different comic but in this one the uh decepticons wake up right yeah kill the autobots like they tried to because yeah. remember in the original cartoon it was only because uh starscream shot lasers back at the ark and one yeah. of the transformers fell into the repair beam um so this the the um Decepticons wake up, they kill the Autobots, they proceed to wage war against the entire planet, and the humans build Skynet to fight the, the Decepticons. Ah, that's pretty fun. <laughs> I but, like that. Yeah, but, of course, the, the Decepticons are like, they basically win, meaning they kill out all the humans, but the Skynet is still there building Terminators to fight the Decepticons, because that's just all, that, that's, that's the programming it had. Yeah. So, what's fun is that the Seekers... They all transform into the hunter killers from the the movie, yeah, the flying things. Yeah. So, um, Skynet has uh, Skynet has built up uh, transformer sized Terminators with like guns on their shoulders and shit to fight the you know the big ones. Awesome. Yeah, it's so fucking out, out of there. But they uh, they send a Terminator back in time to kill the Decepticons before they wake up. Yeah, but he gets there too late, so they wake up. And he's like, I'll kill all you motherfuckers. Like, he got this one Terminator. He's like, I'll kill everybody. What's fun is that since he's from the future, he knows all of their weaknesses. So, like, he scans them, and it just is like, uh, it's like, he looks at Megatron, and Megatron doesn't have a, a clone, right? There's not, there's, you know how there's Seekers? Yeah. Megatron doesn't have, like, a, there's no other Megatron models, right? He's just Megatron. Yeah. So, they say model 01 unit name Megatron weakness eye. And so the fucking Terminator like jumps on his knee and shoots him in the face, like shoots his eye out and Megatron's like, Oh, you little bitch, come back here. So they're all trying to like grab this Terminator as he's running around. He shoots Scott. He like, he's like a, um, designations, uh, Starscream, uh, you know, gives the model number for whatever the seeker is. It says weakness knees. And so he's like shooting fucking Starscream in the knees. And they're all like scrambling around the arc trying to get this guy. This is pretty <laughs> funny. No, it's, it's good setup. It's fun. It's fun. So, uh, so that was fun. You should read that. I, I'll, I'll send you the rest of them. That's fun. Um, you didn't watch the uh, the Power of the Titans, right? The the one on Machina. The word I can't say. Machinima one, no. Machinima. 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 Yeah. That one's fun. No. The the only thing I get out of that one is that we need a Titans and Guardians series alone. Yeah. Because the Titan the Titans are the the city size ones like a Metroplex. Yep. And, and then the Guardians are the literal Guardians of Cybertron. They're there to keep the peace. That would be Omega Supreme. Um, size robots. So, like the way I like to think about it is like the Titans. They were they were originally thirteen Titans. They were sent out off of Cybertron. You're, they were supposed to land, build new build new Autobots, and once they had a civilization, move on again. So they're all cool. I always imagine the Titans is like imagine your city stood up and walked around. Yeah. And then the Guardians would be like imagine like three or four square blocks stood up and walked around. Yep. We need more series about those because they're, they're oh, cool. Oh, so good. Yeah. They're so good. And then um, you have not watched The War for Cybertron yet. No. Okay. I have consumed I zero Transformers media since whatever the last movie came out, pretty much. Yeah, we, we sh- it, it's good. You see, We saw the trailer, right? We watched yeah, the trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know you got, you, got, you got Omega Supreme in there. He's in there. He's yep. in there. He's, he's, he's beating, beating, beating. Uh, he's clapping metal cheeks over there. Um, one thing I'll tell you when you watch it, 
one thing I thought was fun is there were so many Cybertron Cybertronians. Like, there's so many Transformers. Because in the show, you get, what, like, eight on each side? Because yeah. those were the toys they were going to release that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what they could afford to animate, yeah. Right, right, right. Like, there's, like, eight Decepticons and ten Autobots or some bullshit. But in this one, there's, like, just fields of Transformers and Autobots. Like, you know, Megatron will give a very authoritarian rally, and there's Transformers out in the crowd. Um, to save money on animation, it's funny the, the models they picked. Um so there's seekers, there's a shitload of seekers. Like in one scene I counted two dozen. Just like all over the place. So there's not just like uh Starscream and like his three buddies. Um Do you remember the Transformers, the Decepticon that turned into a camera? No. It was like there were like three of them and they like combined into a camera that could like uh, zoom in. Were they little stuff. guys or were they yeah, they were smaller than Megatron. I don't, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Yeah. I, no, that doesn't ring a bell. I'm sure yeah. if I saw it, I would remember. But okay, so that's the other type that's just sprinkled all out through everywhere. Like that's the other. That's the other model of Transformer that's fucking everywhere. And then there's a like a very Constructicon type of one. He's called Impactor. I had to look him up, but he's basically a mining bot. Yeah. Like, and then that form is everywhere on the Decepticon side. And the, when the Autobots, uh, you got Sideswipe. He's the like the Ferrari. Yep. The red Ferrari. You got Sideswipe, you've got um Ironhide, and then um there's another one. It's not, it was it was a G one toy. I don't think he was in the cartoon. He's called uh he's called Cog. He was like a he was a two parter, like his his bottom half turned into a tank and his top half turned into like a like a gun station or something. Yeah. Like those three models are all through the Autobots. That's fine. So like they only animated like, you know, the important characters and everybody else is just like a carbon copy of this fucking. I mean, that's that's how that shit works, man. Yeah. But I was just really kind of like, why'd you pick this one? Like the Autobots made more sense because they're all cars. Just pick a car. Fucking doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, it was weird. It's it's good. It's fun. The acting is fun. The guy who does, um, Optimus is like 22. Yeah, I was really surprised that it's... He's not bad. Don't get me wrong. Well, what I'm saying is I just thought it was really weird that it's not Welker and uh, Colin because they've done so much other shit. I don't know if it's... it's, I want to know if it's a a contractual thing or, you know, I don't know. It's probably a studio thing. Yeah, I don't know how that works. But no, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Oh, no, it was like... I I looked him up. I was like, who is this kid? And he is. He's like 22, 23. And he's on YouTube. He did uh, a bunch of different, like, voices. And uh, he's good. It's good shit. I can't. I can't complain. Um, Sweet. All right. I've got some questions about. Like, I have so many questions about Attack on Titan, but I don't want to ask them because it's fun. And, I, and I, I'm like, where, I'm where, like, where are you at? So, so I am in season three. Okay. They have just discovered that all of the right uh, Reichart. I don't know what the yeah name is. yeah the, the family. Excuse me. They've just discovered that only the people who have royal blood can unlock the true power of the Titans. Yeah. And if you are of royal blood and you eat, you become a Titan. You take their power. Another, you eat another Titan that has a unique power. You can take their power. So now they're trying to, like, you know, level up, like, Pokemon cards or some shit. Yeah. Because they're trying to eat each other. Yeah. But, yeah, but, like, in the last five or six episodes, I was kind of like, so we got the Beast Titan. That's That's cool. That's weird. Did you have you had have you gotten to the part where there's all that melodrama in that crystal cavern? Yes. Okay, I that is uh that. that's yeah. So that yeah, I know where you're at. Okay. So yeah, the Beast Titan suite when he's throwing all those handfuls of rocks at the soldiers, yeah. just annihilating just, them. Just obliterating them from he's miles boom. away. He's like, all right, let's see what we can do here. Boom. Um, well, it, 
And the the power that they seem to covet the most is because when I first started this, and I, like we've talked about this before, I tried to watch the subtitled one, but the the voice acting in that was so screechy, it was just oh yeah. god. And and I couldn't get into it, but with the dubs, I can really get into it. I can still tell where like like when they get all worked up and screaming about stuff, I'm like I would probably have to turn the volume down right now if I was listening to the subtitled one because they yeah. they'd be in a dog octave right now. Um, but uh, so I thought it was going to be a very straightforward existential threat, never explain survival type cartoon. I didn't know that we were going to get like unique Titans that would turn into people. That was a real, I was, that was blown away by that when Like the, the people just bite their hand and turn into a Titan. Yeah. Like, okay. That's a, that's a, that's new. So, but you, yeah. So you're not quite, you don't, I haven't gotten don't, to the big reveal of season three yet. And you don't know made it to the basement. Okay. Okay. That's that. That's so where that's everything, that's where everything yeah. like, and you're like because yeah. like because yeah. you're gonna figure it like all those titans that were randomly roaming the countryside up until now the ones that like attack the walls and the ones mm. that they would run into when they're out on formation like you'll find out where those come from and it's like motherfucker it's pretty yeah, cool so, like that's like that's the thing i, I knew that a question that has to be answered um the reason that i kind of want you know the, the other thing that has to be answered is like why are there specific titans of a specific size and power yeah, because because you start out with you start out with the colossal titan who kicks a hole in the wall, then the armored titan runs through. Do you it. know who the you know who the colossal titan is, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, they, yeah, that's an old that was season that. two. Yeah, yeah. Right. okay. Yeah, and so we have an idea. Uh, I have a, I have a. I'm pretty sure that the uh, the beast titan is uh, somebody related to what's his name, Ryan or Rylu or whatever the hell their names are. I can't keep the name straight. I know I know who they are. Um, but um, can you hear Jim? I sure can. She, he's part of the podcast now. So there's something downstairs he's very upset about. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, they got all these these new Titans, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. And the one that really got me, and, and it was kind of a fun explanation, was, like, I don't remember there was a battle or something, and the wall was busted up a little bit, and then there was just a Titan inside there staring out at him. Yep. And you learn, and you learn that the, you know, the Titan hardening ability is what formed the walls. I'm like, man, this is getting real weird, real quick. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm here yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here for it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's some really fun um, action sequences. The, the new unique Titans are, are fun and cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I just I, I I didn't think I'd like it this much when I tried to watch the the subtitle one. It's super cool. Um, yeah, I don't remember Attack on Titan season four is supposed to start uh, anytime now. Right? Yeah, sometime twenty twenty. Yeah, before the end of this uh, year. Uh, yeah, I think I'm I think I'm like on episode eight or nine, and there's like. 20 or something in yeah. the season or something yeah I, I, I still got a couple to go they're, i mean they're great they're like what 22 minutes or yeah something, something you like just, that you can like you can like knock out a couple before you go to bed no and, and even the ones when they get real melodramatic are pretty easy to chew down so um no it's yeah. it's it's pretty fun there's a couple where i've been pretty drunk and they've been like throwing out a lot of like intersecting plot lines about like people and stuff and i'm like ah, i don't know what's going on here pause i'll get i'll get, I'll get with you to, tomorrow yeah i'm gonna come back with you what's going on here <laughs> yeah it's uh it's definitely one of my favorite uh favorite animes it's like right it's right up there with full metal alchemist brotherhood for me like and that is a fucking good full metal alchemist is whatever brotherhood is the jam 
we talked about that, yeah. Because I like the entire idea of Full Metal Alchemist, but I watched like a couple episodes of the regular one, and I said it I uh, wasn't a big fan. And you, you remind you told me that, yeah, it's all right, but the Brotherhoods where where you know they tell the. I mean, it's very similar, but it's it's a little it's it's yeah. more accurate. It's more to the. To I'm the, all for uh, it. The I mean, I, I gotta watch something until they come out with a new uh, hour and a half long season of uh, Castlevania. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they just releases that the, the series as movies, like just like I don't know, whatever. Well, this this last season was longer. It was like eight okay. episodes or something. It was a lot longer. And um, in case you're wondering, the the Transformers War for Cybertron that's like two hours and forty minutes, start to finish. Oh, that's not bad. I can do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's just not bad. It's only like six episodes, I think. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I re- I've I've uh, everything like it's got a hundred percent on or it's like hundred percent critics and like eighty something fans on Rotten Tomatoes. Like it's yeah. it's it's reviewing pretty well. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I I, I, I honestly had completely that. forgotten about it until you said something. I was like, oh shit. Oh, it's good shit. I, and I'm really and I, we talked about this before. Uh, so this was uh, Siege. This was War for Cybertron. Siege is the first season. The next one is um, Earthrise. Is where you know they all leave to go to Earth. Um, uh, and the third one is um, Jungle, and they're, they're going to bring back the Beast Wars. So, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And that well, it was funny. Like I, mean, I don't know if you're watching or not. I I was uh, for the. Um, uh, Mash- Mashima, Mashima, Machinima thing, Machinima thing. There, uh, that was good. The anim- animation was good. There was a scene where uh, they, um, there were. So you've got the All Spark, you've got the uh, Spark of Chaos, which is what powers Unicron. And then they had like this blaster they had built to d- destroy Unicron. So you got these three like, it's almost like the Triforce. Everybody was trying to get all three of them. Well, the person who d- uh, guarded the blaster was Optimus Primal. Yeah, out of fucking nowhere, they just plop his ass in there. That's and awesome. I was like, uh, okay, um, but it was it was really good. But um, uh, Transformers fans were like, you you fucked up the continuity because they do kill a lot of Transformers in that one. That and then they just kind of leave that continuity away. The Mushima people are still working on um, it's developed. They're developing this War for Cybertron one with um, the Rooster Teeth people and the, whoever's doing this thing. I forget who it is. But, like, they're all working together. So the same people did both of them. But, like, um, they, uh, like, one of the Dinobots dies, and it's it's not cool. Like, I was, like, shook. And, like, they mourn him. I'm like, I don't need to be watching this. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I was pretty drunk, and they kill Sludge. And I was like, you didn't just kill Sludge. And then, like, later at the end of it, Optimus Prime is like, oh, and they make, uh, they fucking turn, um... Oh God! They turn Optimus Prime into Optimus Prime, uh, Optimus Optimal. Remember him from Beast Beast Machines or whatever? He was at Beast Wars where he was like the big, yeah, that's the fun. big triple changer. Yeah, they did all this goofy shit, but like they kill Sludge, and I was like, y'all y'all didn't just kill Sludge. And then at the end, he's like, the Dinobots are going to return to the Jungle Planet and mourn their fallen comrade. I'm like, cunts! I'll just kill a Dinobot and leave me. Man, I tell you, uh, I, I, while you were talking, I was pulling up some random clips from Beast uh, Beast Wars. This animation does not hold up well. We loved it back in the fucking uh, When 90s. I was a kid, it was awesome. That is so funny. Oof, that looks terrible. Just uh, actually the one, the the first, like the first from the first season, they look better than the bullshit they did at the end of um, Beast Machines. Yeah, like the very the very last episode of the whole thing looks like garbage compared to the first episode. And I don't know why, but 
Oh, well. Um, so, uh, I finally got to watch Stargirl. I had power and cable. Needed Man, I, I just, I'm consistently just like, huh, this show is so much better than it should be. Right. And I mean, maybe that's just because I don't know anything about the a lot of the characters in it, like, because Stargirl's kind of, C list. They're 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 all they're it's not the A list um DC characters, excuse me. The side effect of getting my keg back chugging draft beer. Um We don't even charge our listeners extra for your burps. No, I don't. Um or the sound effects of our dogs. No. Um but uh no, like yeah, so they're all like the the B team of the DC universe. It's super fun. Uh we finally got our Solomon Grundy throwdown with stripes, the big mech. Yep. They, they bang, ripped his arms off. I loved it. Yeah, yeah ripped his arms off, uh, opened up his chest cavity, and was going to pluck him out like a little grape. Um, this was the uh, dumb animal version of Solomon Grundy. Yeah. He, wasn't, he, was, he was more reacting. He didn't know why. So when he actually started to get his ass beat, he like tried to slink away, and he didn't want to do have anything to do with it. Um, no, I, 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 don't, I can't tell you why it's so much fun either, Shay. It's I think like, I don't uh, think it takes itself seriously. It uh, well, it does and it doesn't. Like some of the, um, you know, spoiler alert. No one's gonna watch this shit anyway. Uh, uh, you know, like when they kill or or apparently kill, you know, uh, Brainwave or you know, first set. You know, they killed his son and a lot. It get it gets a little darker than you'd expect, and but it's also like <laughs> so literal. It's silly. Like I've even oh, yeah. said that before. So it's like. The villains are in a literal underground lair at a round table with a portrait of themselves behind. Oh, yeah. Like it's so great. It's very Silver Age in a lot of ways. So it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I, I like that they're bringing. Uh, fuck, what's his name? Shade. Eclipso. No, Eclipso's the other guy. That's the guy in the diamond. Shade is the guy when it uh, who's sitting in the lair at that last scene with the top hat on. And it pans in. Oh, on yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy he controls shade basically. He's got like a staff yeah. or something. I always liked him in uh, the Justice League shows and the Superman shows. He's a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. He's more fun in the shows than the comics, but either way, I'm into it. And then Eclipso, who's like got all kinds of silly shit going on with him. Eclipso was supposedly the uh, was the original Spectre before the Spectre was the Spectre. He, yeah, uh, was he was the spirit of wrath and the vengeance of God. Uh, and then he went evil, so they had to replace him with a specter to, you know, keep the uh, good versus evil line, <clears throat> excuse me, as close as they could. And um, he's basically a god, so I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with that in the CW. But, you know, yeah. it's fun stuff. I, I, d- I just did a brief wiki dive on him because I've read a little bit of some of those comics, but I don't know him very well. And I guess there's like, you know, he's he's broken up into a thousand shards. And then you can be possessed by him if you hold the shards. But then some guy turned all 999 of the other shards into a liquid and injected them into his body so he could control Eclipso. <laughs> and then, like, Eclipso possesses Superman at one point and starts wrecking face. <laughs> like, it's oh, it's God. ridiculous. When Whenever the DC Universe has these big heavy hitters, they tend these big, like, entities or gods yeah they really tend to go so heavy-handed with them like the anti-monitor and the monitor and um there was a whole thing of like a demon from another universe called the like annihilator like they have the dumbest names and they have the dumbest stories and their whole point is to annihilate the universe and then like the you know and and when they did what was it the uh, uh, crisis on infinite earths that was it actually at least like an effort to write a good story, but yeah. DC usually is just like, 
All right, so we've got a real big bad guy. Let's pull a Superman out of 600 different dimensions to fight it. Boom, done. done. 12 issues. Sweet. That's great. Yeah. I mean, hey, I love it. It's fun. Um, <laughs> I mean, the TV show shit was like that at one point. There were like nine or ten of these shows oh, yeah. running concurrently. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I dropped off care. a half of them. Yeah, I know. They're great. Uh, I know. I, I don't know. I, ho- I hope they get to they keep up uh, keep up the quality because it, uh, it's good to have a new CW show to be into because all the other ones are running their course pretty much. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um the new ones like flat I mean, the, the, there's supposed the to be a new like, superman show there's like yeah there's supposed to be a new superman show and they're going to do a new flash um or no i'm sorry like but the flash and like i think the green arrow that's they're gonna they're gonna transition those out supergirl's been on the bubble with ratings for a while yeah. so you never know what's gonna happen there um yeah I mean, whatever it's all good stuff i, uh, I guarantee you i guarantee you the cw is gonna keep cranking them out yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of comic book heavy hitters, did you see it? Uh, did you see the art, any of the articles about how they've de- they detected a air quotes a heartbeat in a in a, a, a galactic cloud? Oh yeah, somewhere in deep yeah. space. And then that, the internet's just like, oh great, we live in the timeline with shitty cloud galactics from the Fantastic Four. Movies. Oh yeah, like that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, there was only like that in that movie the Galactus, the destroyer of worlds yeah. was like, was a, um, because in the comics, he's sometimes he's represented as like a swarm of bots, like of robots. Like he's a swarm of robots that basically just like consume a planet, move on. Yeah. And, but in the comics, he's usually depicted as that giant, you like know, a, purple a literal giant dude. Right. A little giant, uh, you know, consumer of worlds. But in that that really really shitty man was that that was the second Fantastic Four wasn't it Silver Surfer Yeah, uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer Yeah, God that sucked. Like it was just a big it was a big swarming cloud, and then there was one like brief flicker where inside the cloud you saw Galactus's outline. Yeah, yeah, and, and that it, was it. it was and so then the entire dumb. movie theater went. The entire movie theater went. Oh yeah, we it was. I like if you had like had him coalesce and become. I don't know. It's yeah, that was very frustrating. Whatever. Um, uh, I mean, they're gonna do. We got. We got a. Um, what looks to be a very solid. Uh, oh, what the hell is that guy's name? Cut. Snyder cut. We're gonna have to pay. That. Like, I was talking to a buddy the other day. He's like, "Am I gonna have to join fucking HBO Max just to see goddamn Dark Side?" Uh, I, like, I think so. Yeah. I, yeah, it's weird. I don't know. It was that next year, right? Yeah, they're gonna drop yeah. next year. I, yeah. Okay. Because. Because I, I, that was the whole reason, and I wonder how many people did this. Like, I misunderstood the article I read and thought they had the cut, like, at the time. So I just signed up for HBO Max to watch that, and then I haven't I haven't canceled it. So I was like, yeah. fuck. All right, well. The marketing um, department is just, is just rolling. I am their target demographic, yes. Um, yeah. I don't read fine print. I don't have time for it, Justin. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I you know, I, I liked – I'll be pretty excited to see it because it's supposed to be, like, stupid long. So it'll be stupid long, and um, I was actually really surprised that all of the original actors are going to go back for reshoots. Yeah, that's They're... pretty. That was surprising. I wonder if there's going to be a noticeable difference to the quality of shit. But well, they they are all going back for reshoots, and then I heard that there were between thirty and fifty million dollars set aside for CGI. You know, to actually finish the special effects and everything for the scenes they want to reshoot. I'm sure that number is going to go to like a hundred million dollars by the time they're done with it, because. Yeah. Like if they've if if you can announce that and increase your membership of um, 
HBO Max by you know two hundred fold, and the money's there. They're, they'll do something. But no, I was really surprised that they're actually going to take it seriously. I honestly thought we were just going to get some really just fucking slap. Remember when um like something slapped together and thrown out? Remember when the first um torrent of uh, Wolverine Origins came out and it didn't have any of the special effects in it? Yes. Yeah. Something like that. Yep. That's kind of what I half expected. They would have some like half-assed special effects that weren't finished because in that movie. Um, and even the film version they released, like there's that scene where he's trying to understand his new metal claws in the bathroom. and it looks like he, yeah. yeah. And it looks like you and I did the animation. It's bad. And, um, yeah, it's bad. So yeah, I, I kind of expected we get something like that, but I guess they're going to really put some, some, uh, some oomph behind it. And the, um, this is what I meant to say. I'm sorry. The, the actors, uh, all of the stars were like, they had expressed interest in the Snyder cut from the get go because they thought that was a better version of the movie. I mean, I, you know, and here's the thing. I didn't hate the one I got. I just, it's just definitely not like, you can tell it's a little over the place. And I'm so, and you don't usually get to see the other version that was talked about. It's like, all right, fine, mm-hmm, fuck it. Yeah. Let's ask, I, I'm going to watch it on a streaming service. That motherfucker could be six hours for all I care. I, what do I get Yeah, shit? yeah. Yeah, I, I can pause it. I'll take bathroom breaks. Give me some long yeah. extended, like, 35-minute scenes where the Justice League is, like, getting sandwiches or something. Oh, yeah. Well, and, like, we've talked about this before. The, the Justice League movie wasn't bad. Um, parts of it were real fun, but taken as a whole, it was just all over the place. Yeah. Like, you know, and I really wouldn't have known to look for, uh, look at bat, uh, Superman's upper lip as much if you hadn't fucking told me that you guys spent $10 million digitally removing a mustache. A mustache. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it, it's just in that one scene, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just in that one scene where he comes back. Um, from the dead, and they're trying to calm him down and remind him who uh, you know who he is really is. Um, in the end, se- the end scene where he fights um, Steppenwolf. Yeah, it's. I, I thought that was fucking villain to use anyway. Yeah, that in that scene, I was really kind of impressed that they use uh how used superman with restraint because for the whole movie he's either not there or dead and then they yeah. woke him up and he's crazy and then when he finally he like he finally goes to talk to his mom and sorts his shit out and then they're still getting their ass kicked by steppenwolf and then he shows up and just he, he bitch man slaps steppenwolf all around that little arena and i was like okay this works because like you couldn't have had superman do this the whole movie no you well know? and that's yeah. the that's the same reason why you have to find reasons to get rid of the hulk in the mcu because he's right. too strong like you can't you can't have like and that's you know then when thanos finally shows up he knocks the hulk out in a couple of punches like that's how you establish oh okay but like realistically there's a lot of situations in the mcu where the hulk would just wreck face with everything but you yeah. find a way to get rid of him because he's too fucking strong which is right. why i'm sure they they were happy to land on the like banner hulk that's like smarter yeah. but not yeah. as strong kind of thing yeah well technically from the comics he's not less he's not less he's not weaker than the other hulks he's just more in control of himself and his motion so he doesn't get angry like the hulk well yeah so he has restraint so he's not yeah because but but that's what makes the hulk stronger is he gets mad he gets stronger right and he gets stronger the whole whole world will um world war hulk i can't say that title that whole storyline in the comics was super fun no i love that one yeah because there's the one where uh kind of like in in uh oh god was it was it which was the one where the hulkbuster armor that was is that endgame uh no, they have the Hulkbuster armor in uh Age of Ultron. Uh no, they haven't. They yeah, they, that's where they introduce it. I think yeah. Yeah, 
So like we're like that. That's from World War Hulk, where yeah. Hulk lands on Earth and decide and declares himself king, and and Iron Man shows up with a Hulkbuster armor, and I think he says, "Oh shit!" and just gets his ass pummeled for like you know five or six pages. But yeah, it's a uh, yeah. You're right. Like you can't have the Hulk be the Hulk in every situation because he would just show up and stick villain one up villain two's butt. <laughs> yeah, done, yeah. Know? So yeah, you got to find things to do with Superman. I you know. Um... That's why I always love the like I like Man of Steel. I love I love su- movies where Superman gets to be Superman the whole time because it's a Superman mm-hmm. movie. I always love that shit. Yeah, you always get. I mean, like it's that's the thing with heavy hitters. Like there was uh, there's uh, there's one one of the um, one of the Justice League uh, animated series towards the end. They were trying to there there was a, you know a bunch of reveals that so and so had lied to so and so, and they're trying to like heal the team back together, and they were training and. Um, uh, Green Lantern and Superman attacked like a training bot. As soon as they touched it, it exploded. And uh, like Superman just like no, somebody else did. It. Superman wasn't involved. And he sits down. And he's like, "Why did you send them after that?" And, uh, the they're like, "Well, you know, they, they didn't handle the threat." And he's like, "Why not send the guy who's impervious?" And they were like, "Why do you got to be a dick like that?" <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Yeah, why do you got to be a dick like that? We're a team. He's like, "Yeah, but this, I'm the team. I'm the team. Like, let's be real, guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There is the yeah, I'm uh, the team." Yeah, and he is a real dick about it, and they're like, "Come on, man." <laughs> um, yeah, so that, I mean, yeah, I, it's fun. I mean, we 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 discussed this. I'm still gonna watch all of them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm still kind of miffed that we got Godzilla versus uh, King Kong versus Godzilla's pushed back to next year. But we'll, we'll yeah, that'll be oh man, Godzilla, uh, King of Monsters. That's is where such we're a great gonna fucking throw, movie. That's where we're gonna throw in Mecha Godzilla, aren't we? I think so. I think that's the rumor mill. And, is and the, Mecha and Mecha Gijo. I, d- I don't know. I don't know. I doubt. That. I don't know about yeah. that. But that, there's. I. I feel like there's because their trend has been to have more than one monster per movie. So there's. It, there's going to be something other than Godzilla and King Kong. I mean, it's got to be something for them to unite against and fight. That's. I uh, yeah. Like, something or maybe maybe not. I don't know. I. I very. I loved King of Monsters, and I will probably love the next one too. Yeah. Because watching a giant Hollow Earth. Oh god, yeah, Hollow Earth, perfect. Brilliant. Give where's where's their Oscar? Let's go. Yeah. 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 And the Oscar for dumbest shit anybody thought of this year. You guys, you guys, you guys are killing it. Alright, Shay. So we say we wrap this up, let you get back to drinking and smoking. Yep, yep, yep. Um so uh, we hope you guys enjoy listening to this. We enjoy the shit out of doing this. I get to connect with my little brother. Shay gets to make fun of me. It's getting old. Shay, you're getting old. I am not. Um, I'm 35 years young. Yeah. Now, now's the uh, time in my life where I'll be successful <laughs> and responsible. <laughs> and responsible. I'll tell you right now. I was hungover today for no reason. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> oh no! Out. Don't tell me yeah. that. Yeah. That um, still happens you know, when you're old, like you. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. You just like you wake up and then you wake up and you're like, man, I don't know why I'm so hungover. I didn't think I drank that much. Where'd this come from? Like, yeah. Oh man. Oh, I drank a bottle of rum. That'll do it. Yeah, that'll do. It. Um, so yeah, like you can always hit us up. Uh, you should be able to find this podcast. Uh, Google Play. Actually, I gotta check that they moved that somewhere. I don't think they moved it yet, but I gotta check. What that. Google but, Play is it even around anymore? I, I actually, I, I think, I think they're turning into something else. Music, go- the Google gotta... or Google Music or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, nobody yeah. uses that shit anymore. Uh, so we're on Google Play, Apple iTunes, basically anywhere you can find your podcast. Uh, I think everybody we know listens to this on SoundCloud, but you should be able to find it wherever you find your podcast. It's on my phone, which is kind of funny. Um, 
Hit us up. It's Twitter and Facebook are both at Woodscast1776. And as always, you can shoot us an email at thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com. We're going to keep that shit long after Alex Jones is poor and not doing a show. Um, all of those are places Alex Jones is not allowed to be on, by the way. So congratulations, Shay. Yeah, we uh, we technically have a more successful podcast than Alex Jones. Hmm, I think he takes in more money. That's true. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. That, that depends on how you define success. Well, he probably spends a lot more money than ours, so ours is probably a better investment. Ah, there we go. Uh, yeah. Business. Um, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, so anyway, I uh, hope you enjoy it. We'll be back. And uh, Shay, uh, remember what Captain Hydra says, seize the means of production. Seize them. Seize them good. Seize them up in your faces. Faces. <laughs>